mommy. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, man. You know, I, I gotta. I gotta be looking too. This was about to be the lost episode. Yeah, it's about to go down. Well, I mean, it would have been recorded uh, <laughs> visually with no audio. no audio. This is. Oh man, thank would've you. Been all bad. Yeah, we have. We've only had one of those, right? Yeah. One. We had a second one that we went back on. Yeah. Well, I think we did. Like, the I think NBA. we had like half of it, and then we went back and yeah. had to redo it or something. That shit breaks your heart when you lose yeah. an episode. Especially when you've been talking for an hour. <laughs> Mad funny points. Yeah, you can't just recreate that. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, man. this ain't scripted. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They know. They know. So, yeah, yeah man. Super Duty Tough Work 2000 and Grinding is here. It's, it's going down. And your boys are grinding as usual. It is going down. Putting that, you know, uh, what they call that? Elbow. Elbow grease. Elbow grease into the podcast. <laughs> you know, getting that sweat equity. Right. And, uh, you know, we trying to experiment with this visual thing. And those who follow us on the social networks know we've been posting little clips here and there. It's, it's getting really good responses, too. Ain't it, though? Cass is loving it. Like, oh, word. Oh, this, this is what y'all doing now? I got to admit that this is something that was unexpected. Oh, yeah. Because our fan base is used to hearing us in audio. Right. And so for the longest time, I've been like, why would they want to see us on video? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that, you know, we're 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 fucking entertaining, man. <laughs> Whether audio or visual, this shit is entertaining. When you write, you write. You know? <laughs> hey, what more can I say, brother? This shit is tight. <laughs> and so yeah. the belief is that and what I figured is that, you know, it's sometimes I've noticed it's almost like a not necessarily a generational thing, but mm. it kind of is like people our age we don't necessarily need to see a podcast visually right we we don't mind it we don't mind it but we don't need it we don't need it like i'll listen to drink champs i'll listen to joe button i'll mm. listen to um you know uh joe rogan yeah but i watch them much less than i would ever because it's not as entertaining to, to watch to, to us yeah. though I, I mean, I guess to us. Guess we owe. That's what you gotta put. You gotta put that at the end of everything, right. bruh. To us. Yeah, I guess so. It's t- different. People have different things, and the thing that's deep about this is like, yo, man, the video, video is being consumed at such a higher rate mm-hmm. than audio by itself. Well, audio is better than uh, blogging, right? And then video is higher than audio to some extent. Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, we were having, I was having a conversation about blogging a few weeks back on Twitter and uh, blogging is almost done, bruh. It's pretty much dead. It's like way done. Yeah, it's pretty dead. Oh, blogging was great. But yeah. people don't fuck with it no more like nah. that. Nah. Nah, I mean, you do a video blog, you got a better chance, <laughs> you know, or do an audio blog. Which is what I've been doing on here. Yeah. And it, it reaches more people than the, the people just don't have time to read, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Reading is not fundamental anymore. People ain't got time. They're just like, bruh, just give it to me. Yeah, just like. <laughs> can you just read it for me? Can you just tell me what you were going to say? <laughs> Look, I don't have time to read. Can you just read it for me? Tell me what Please the book is about. Summarize this shit. Give me the cliff notes of the shit you just wrote, and I'll just view about my business. But, you know, we're working on the video. All that is to say, Super Duty with Tough Work is working on the video version yeah, of this podcast. The visuals. Yeah, and so there's little things that have to be worked out. Like, okay, you know commercials which is one that i didn't realize till we got started like right. you just can't have audio commercials for a visual show yeah that's true it would be real awkward if you were watching something on tv and every time you know your break came it was nothing on the screen yeah the screen went black 
Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> and so we're trying to fix that. We're trying to fix that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a little bit by little. Today we shot, you know what I'm saying, some hot fire. Some hot, some heat. Ooh. Some heat. <laughs> that intro thing mm-hmm. is going to be fire. It's going to be fire. Flames. Um, but, you know, we're here, man, every week doing, the, you know, the podcast thing and trying to get better. Um, so, you know, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm well, when this comes out, it'll be past my birthday. Yeah, this is that weekend. Yeah, tomorrow my that like thirty nine. Well, by the things. time this comes out, yeah, happy birthday, yeah, Elijah. Thirty nine of them things. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. There's only one year left. <laughs> I gotta hit you with the bust of rhymes. <laughs> There's only one year left. What are you yeah, motherfuckers man. gonna do? There's only one year left. Yeah, the four O is around yeah, the corner, G. right around the corner. But mm. you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling better than ever, man. It don't feel that much different. Nah, I'm just and honestly, I've I'm I'm glad. I wish. I mean, I kind of wish I was a little more focused when I was younger. But I'm glad I've had the life I've had yeah. to get me to the point where I'm seeing things how I'm seeing them to where. I'm still young, man. I ain't yeah, old. I ain't yeah. old cripple. Tell them, bro. You know what I'm saying? I still got time to, <laughs> you know, I'm just waiting for my kids to get out of the house so I can really live. Yeah, yeah. That's what you really locked in really? on now. Oh, dog. I'm, dog. I'm, it's in my sights. You, you giving them, are you like giving them birthdays ain't had yet? Like, yeah. <laughs> giving them birthdays in advance. Yeah, in advance. Just in advance to get them out the crib. Like, oh, yeah, I know you turned 12, 13 this year. <laughs> Dad, I only turned 12. No, you'll be 15 no. this year. <laughs> That means you'll be out of here in three years. Yeah, dog. I'm I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I mean, I basically got four, five years left. Five years. Yes, only five years left. Yeah, until my kids is out. <laughs> Bruh, it's countdown like a month. Oh, that's crazy. You getting your Buster Rhymes on. Yeah, you and Satan need oh, to be man. up in there like leaders of the new school. <laughs> Do the East Coast stop. Right. They're leaving the house, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. So ready. That's tight. Yeah, you said y'all was busting some spades this Friday. Heck yeah, spades and dominoes. We're gonna have it. It's gonna be. It's gonna go down. I can't remember how to play dominoes, but spades. It's just counting fives. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. The scoring. Yeah, the scoring is this fives. Mm, I gotta get a little refresher. But spades, though. Oh yeah, it's going down. Oh yeah, I used to. Like we're gonna have two. We're gonna have a spade game going upstairs and one downstairs. In the oh, where's like that? Oh, it's, it goes down. That's dog. how it is. It goes down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It is happening. I might have to show up there. I might really show up. <laughs> it's happening. If, if y'all will be slapping some spades, then it's about to be on. Dog, it's going down. Okay. We're going to have some fun. Okay. So until then, y'all got this podcast. Word. Y'all know what Elijah's going to be doing Friday. Yeah. Drinking, shrunken. You know. You know. <laughs> Playing spades and dominoes. You know. Slapping bones, yeah. as they say. And, uh, you know, this week we are talking about uh, a phrase that a lot of people use that they should not use mm-hmm. and that it's a limiting phrase and this phrase is called just enough just enough for you, the city you know a lot of people talk and they'll be like i just need to make just enough to pay my bills just enough to pay my car note just enough to pay my sale just enough to you know what i'm saying short-sighted right and uh it's, it's a very short-sighted thing and it's very limiting, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to people who are thinking in terms of like going above and beyond. Um, and this is a phrase that we use a lot, but it causes a lot of problems that we don't even see. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the problem with just enough yeah. and why just enough should not be used by anybody listening to this podcast because it ain't enough it ain't enough it's not enough it's not enough it's never enough not enough you know so uh we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Where? 
We got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping the culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come closer I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. We are back in the building. Word. And we're talking about the problem with just enough. And uh, this this conversation is one that sparks from, you know, just observing society and looking at how things are set up. If you really look around yourself, let's just start with the school system. You know, if you will, for example, I think we can all agree that the American school system is not really designed to create uh, advanced, you know, learners or it's really designed to create employees. Yeah, workers. It's not designed to create thinkers as much as it's designed to create like uh, people who can follow instructions. Right. I think that the reason that is, is because, you know, you look at it and you can get through that system by doing just enough. Mm-hmm. Like all you need is a C average, which is basically middle of the road score mm-hmm. to be able to quote unquote graduate all right. and make it to the next level. Even play sports to even play sports. You Yeah. Barely. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to play sports. That's just to get out of high school. Now look at what 90% of the job force is constructed of it's constructed of jobs that allow people to work just enough to get paid to go home to enjoy their weekends right never get a monday through friday off but to enjoy your weekends and never truly truly get ahead or get to enjoy life um you will get some raises you'll get some promotions but overall the job uh, force is a reflection of the high school education system for the most part. They don't want thinkers. They want doers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want independent people who can solve problems. They want people who can follow instructions and maintain a status quo. You gotta say that one again. <laughs> people in the back? That's, that's, in the back? Too, that's too much. I think my kids need to listen to this podcast. <laughs> the, the job system does not want independent thinkers. They want people who can follow instructions and maintain the status quo. That is so real. And I wish people would have told us that when we were in high school. You know what I'm saying? Because I think it would provide a lot more motivation than what they currently were, you know, give us. Yeah. Cause it's easy to just make it in high school. Oh, totally. So easy. I mean, you can really, I mean, you can even be get B's without really putting forth too much effort. You might have to study more than, you know, the average, but it ain't like you gotta, you know, 
carry your books home every day and be reading for hours and hours to get even B's and C's, you know? Right. Exactly. So like, so just enough becomes this phrase that's synonymous with a minimum level of comfort. Mm -hmm. And if you really look at what you have to do to be a functional member of society, not an extraordinary member, just functional, doing just enough is a big part of that. You right. know, you, your grades are just good enough to graduate. Your, your resume is your, and your skill set is just good enough to get an entry level job. You know, um, your work ethic is just good enough to not get fired. <laughs> right. Right. You know, like you ain't uh, really getting promoted. Yeah. You know, your, your credit job. score is just good enough to get a decent car, but not the one you really want. Right. Right. Life is set up to make people um, gravitate towards and celebrate just enough as it as if it is some sort of destination. Like it's success. It's not like destination. Uh, just enough is not what you aspire to. Right. It's what you settle for. Yeah. Like it's OK to land on just enough unintentionally. Right. The like if you were shooting, <laughs> shooting high. But it's like, all right. At least I ain't evicted. You it, know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I'll settle for another month. Then right. I pay my rent. Yeah. But you don't aim for, oh, man, I'm going to make just enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I'm going to get just educated enough. Because when you do that, there's a whole lot of like bad things that come along with it. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're going to talk about the problem with just enough. A lot of problems. There's many problems with it. OK, so the number one problem with just enough, and this is the obvious one, is that you are not aiming high enough. There's gonna be failures in life. Mm -hmm. No one uh, no one achieves everything they set out to do, right? I think that's very clear. But the problem is that when you let like the disease of just enough into your mind, mm -hmm. pretty soon you stop setting your sights for really high goals that would actually push you and bring the best out of you. Mm. Just enough is almost like a, it's like a drug. You know, when you're a teenager, hey mom, I wanna make just enough to, to get the car. Right. I remember being in high school, man, I just wanna make just enough working at McDonald's just so I can get a gold chain. Mm -hmm. Just so I can get a, a, a silk shirt. Yeah. Cause that's what we was rocking it. Yeah, now it's like to pay my cell phone bill. Right, you know, that's it's what, the cell phone bill, yeah, right? Yeah, now it's the cell phone bill. Cause I talked to my niece and she says the same thing now. She's like, yeah, I just wanna make just enough to, to pay my bills, uncle. And I'm just like, nah. Nah. You know, you're not aiming high enough. I think what we do in society is largely a, a part of like how high we set our goals. Those people who set high goals, maybe they fail. Maybe they don't get everything they wanted, but they'll still be infinitely farther than those who set their goals too low. Yeah. And so just enough is just super dangerous, especially if you're young. Yeah, I think I think people don't they they don't realize what they're saying. They don't realize that when you vocalize something like that and you act it out repetitiously, that it becomes habit. So you get okay with living paycheck to paycheck because you get used to it. Even though you know this isn't your life, you know this isn't what you really want in life, but you're comfortable. You know, you're in this mode, you're in this practice of, yeah, I got, you know, I make $800 every two weeks, but I'm broke by Tuesday. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I get paid Friday, broke by Tuesday, but all my bills are paid, so I'm cool. 
Mm-hmm. But you don't got nothing to show for it. Other than that, you don't got nothing in your savings account. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you you get paid. You got bill. Your bills are paid. That's enough. But that's it. You that's know what it. I'm saying? Like, so you good. You'll never have more than that. Right. You'll never have any abundance. And that's not. I cool. mean, just think of how often you hear somebody on a social uh, media platform say a comment to the effect of. All my bills are paid, though. Right. Right. Look, I'm broke, but all my bills are paid. Yeah. That's, that's and no a, one jumps in and says, yo, that's still not good. That's not good enough. Yeah. That's that's the minimum. Yeah. Your bill should be paid. Nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you said, congratulations. Since when is that something to brag <laughs> about, brother? Congratulations. Since when we bragging about paying our light bill? Uh, you made them bills, <laughs> didn't you? them bills then i'm not saying motherfuckers gotta be bill gates in it out here but right. god damn right are we really bragging about paying our cell phones on time now? right paying your rent the minimum right yeah. this is fucking crazy dog so um this shit is fucked up and uh this is this is really what we're up against with um you know just enough i mean i think i think when you set that bar so low it kind of takes away your ability to aim high and after that i mean you kind of fall into this mode of yeah you know, why should I aim high? Yeah, I'm good. What's on the other side of aiming high? Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. If you never see it, it, like especially in the black community, it's it's something that we deal with all the time. You know, as far as as far as everybody being okay with just enough. You know, it's a culturally, it's a horrible thing that we deal with. Oh, totally, totally. You know? And you know, I think it's like you know, we talk about you know scarcity mentality. Versus right. abundance mentality, like just enough is one of those phrases where you can, it's it's very indicative of having that scarcity mentality, mm-hmm. where you're almost scared to try, yeah, something more ambitious because you're like, oh well, shit, you know, just yeah. enough, right? Because I because I might have to sacrifice this just enough in order to have some abundance. Thank you. You know, it's it's it is it's scary as hell. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, the reward is so great. Oh, totally. And so that's uh, the number one problem with uh, just enough. Yeah. So number two problem with just enough is that average becomes normalized when you do just enough the minimum and i'll never forget i had a conversation with my niece back in uh she was in middle school and she was like we're talking about grades and she was reading like three or four levels above her grade her entire life so she was in fourth grade reading an eighth grade level and Mm -hmm. an eighth grade reading a 12th grade level And there came a point where I think she started getting around other kids who were just like not doing shit. So she slacked off. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had a conversation with her about her grades and she was like, uncle, why are you tripping? I'm going to pass. It's just, it's just C's like, why why are you tripping? Cause I'm not getting, you know, A's and B's. I mean, other kids are getting C's and they're just passing. Other kids ain't my niece. (laughs) (laughs) Other kids ain't my family. You already know what the response is going to be. You already know. No, you're not flying that on this uncle. Come on, I'm not the uncle to let you cook with that. You're not cooking with that. My kids be trying that. I I said, I said, you know what? I said, well, what is what does a C mean? She's like, what do you mean? I said, does is this like means you're average, right? She's like, yeah, it's an average grade. I said, so so are you average? Are you just a forgettable like average person who's done nothing special, who will do nothing special, who is just easily forgotten? Um, If so, then a C might be okay. Yeah. If it fits you. If it fits, is that you? Yeah, is that you? Because if that's who you are, then fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're not cool with that, then why would you celebrate and normalize 
being average. Yeah, if that's you, then I shouldn't expect more. Right. And just let me know. Just let me know where my (laughs) expectations should lie. Right. You know, if I'm expecting just because this is what I tell my kids. I don't I don't need perfection from you because you're not going to be perfect. But I want maximum effort from you. That's real. You know what I'm saying? So if you come home with B's and C's, but you did everything in your power to get the highest grades you could and there were B's and C's, then we going to celebrate that. But if you come home with B's and C's and I know you're capable of getting A's and B's, then that's I, we have a problem. Yeah. Because I know you're putting forth. You're not putting forth your maximum effort. Yeah, that's crazy. And, you know, it's deep how children are easily influenced by other children. Right. To stop, you know, aiming so high or striving so hard. Yeah, I don't get that. It's the social element that will make a kid just say, why am I trying so hard when this kid over here is not trying at all and they're reaping the social rewards, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're popular. Everyone thinks they're funny. They might be having luck with the, the opposite sex yeah. and they're not even trying. And the kid who is trying is seeing this and thinking, my life is infinitely harder because I'm trying. But that's because they're short-sighted. They're kids. They only see the end of their nose. They don't see tomorrow even yeah. a lot of times. But you know what's sad is that a lot of adults suffer from that now. Yep. These kids ultimately become adults who suffer from the same disease. Yep. They'll they'll become adults and they'll think, why the fuck should I get out of the fucking hood? Yeah, all my friends are here. It's comfortable. <laughs> all my people's great. It's what's different from the kid who doesn't want to leave uh the back of the kids in the classroom who are who are fucking up and, and kicking it and the motherfucker who's in the hood but shouldn't be there. Right. It's no real difference. No, it's not age. Age, that's that's really it. Perspective is exactly the same. And what colors that perspective is your exposure to ideas. Mm -hmm. And if you have no exposure to the idea that you are greater than that, that what you are celebrating should be the minimum. Right. You know, then you're going to settle for that as an adult. Yeah. In your relationships, in your career. And all that shit. It's just like, oh yeah, just enough. This is cool, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? She treat me all right. He treat me all right. Yes, yeah, you know, right. don't treat me like a. He don't treat me like a queen, but this will do. He take care of me, right? You know, he don't whoop my ass. Right, he don't beat me. That's you know. You know what I'm saying he broke. I mean, she cool. She ain't throwing a plate of hot grits on me, so right. I guess it's cool. Right. I guess we all right. Yeah, it's not as bad as their relationship. Right. It that, could be better. I mean, she could have cut my dick off by now. <laughs> she a pretty good woman. <clears throat> you know. As long as she ain't cutting off my dick, I'm happy. Yeah. Like, pretty soon you settle for these things and you don't even know fucking why. Yeah. You know, and it's like what's normal becomes what's average. And that's when it becomes very, very dangerous. Yeah. So that's number two reason why just enough is a fucking problem. Okay. So, man, let's move to number three. Mm. And this is one that people don't even want to talk about, but I see it very often. It's so real. (laughs) Group think is a uh, The third problem with just enough is that you attract other just enough people. Man, no one attracts more average people than average motherfuckers. Right. If you're doing something, then you attract people that's doing stuff. Ain't that a fact? And if you, you ain't doing shit, you attract other people that ain't doing shit, or you attract it to other people that ain't doing shit. Ain't it? And I think there's something subconscious that goes on with people who are doing the minimum where they cannot be around people are doing more than the minimum. Yeah, because then they then they feel a certain type of way. Right. <laughs> they may never come out and say it. Of course. But you'll notice this in your life if you ever level up, mm-hmm. be it educationally, relationally, 
whatever you may do in terms of your professionalism, yeah. you'll notice that certain people used to fuck with when you were at your lowest. You don't even have to sever those friendships. They'll just kind of stop fucking with you. Yeah, they fall off because they can't. They. My mom uses is uses this saying. Um, she says, um, "You're an eagle. Um, you're eagle pecking around in the chicken yard. Like you're supposed to be storing." And you yeah. got you all these all these chickens. You around all these chickens by choice. Yeah. If you're supposed to be up there, then they can't fuck with you. But you have to bring yourself down to people's level. And a lot of people just scared to fucking soar, man. Oh, it's a fact. I don't it, know why they scared, but they scared. And that's what you're going to attract other scared motherfuckers. But it's kind of like what we talked about. Uh, comfort. Yeah. Comfort. Like like at the end of everything is comfort. Once you get a minimum level of comfort. You should be thinking this is the most dangerous place I can be. Right. Like you should, the average person gets comfortable, sees comfort and they think this is where I want to be forever. This is great. Mm -mm. But if you are an ambitious person, you should actually reject comfort. Yeah. When you're comfortable, that's when you should be, I ain't working hard enough because yes. I'm too comfortable. Something's not right I here. I ain't doing enough because I'm too comfortable. Something ain't right This here. is too easy. Yeah. Because if, if this is coming so easy and so routine, does it really mean that I'm being ambitious right. or am I doing just enough? Yeah. No risk involved. Yeah. It, it's kind of scary, man. Like I, I was thinking about back to some of the people I was drinking with before I got sober. And as I mentioned, like some of them just kind of fell off on their own. Mm -hmm. There was a girl I used to drink with. Her name was Sarah. And she used to come in a bar and just get fucked up, like super fucked up. Mm. And uh, somehow Sarah, when I got sober, Sarah was like, yo, you're inspiring me. I think I'm going to stop drinking too. Right. And so she ended up quitting about a couple years after I did. And uh, we're friends on Instagram and she's like a motherfucking bodybuilder now. That's crazy. She's like, she's winning awards. Like when I, when she was hanging out with us, she was like the most frumpy kind of like not in shape at all. Mm -hmm. Right. And then she went from like that to like roller derby, went from roller derby to like, like straight up Miss Universe shit. Wow. In like a three year period does not fuck with any of the people that she was fucking with back then. Life is so different, has attracted different people. And it all started from her being like, yo, this is this is not enough. Yeah, this is not the life. This is not enough. And and I like to bring her because like people think they wonder, like, well, what's on the other side of of drawing this line? You know, what's on the other side of being, I guess, pretentious, if you will. But if if you don't set a higher standard. How the fuck are you ever going to see what's on the other side? Yeah, like sky's the limit is a real it's a real concept. You know what I'm saying? Like you can really look beyond your circumstance, look beyond what you think that you're capable of and shoot for something higher. Totally. I mean, why not? Totally. Why settle? Life should not be about settling. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're doing just enough and, you know, you talk like it, it, it versus someone who's doing above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when you're doing just enough. You're completely cool with being around people who are doing just enough. Yeah. When you want to do and want to go above and beyond, you start to scrutinize the actions and activities of everyone around you. And everybody call you a hater. <laughs> Why you hating? Come on, man. You're a fucking fun killer, man. Yeah, like stop. Why are you ruining a party Debbie with all that Downer? serious shit? But it's true, man. You start to look at the moral code of people. Mm -hmm. You start to look at how they treat other people. Right. You start to look at like their past, yeah. like their, their current activities. And you start to say, man, you know what, man, this is not going to contribute positively to my growth. Right. Maybe I shouldn't be around this person. I mean, that's what someone who wants to go 
above and beyond because that person knows that for me to be inspired to get to the next level, I have to see and be around people who are already at the next level right. or striving for the next level. You may not even know what it is, but by 20 years old, you should know what it ain't. Mm. Oh, yeah. You should know this ain't it. <laughs> right. This is going to have me in, in jail, dead, overdosing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just blending in. And uh, that's when things get dangerous. You get comfortable. But once you start to switch to that above and beyond mode, that's when you can start looking at those relationships with a little more scrutiny. Yeah. And uh, that's when your life can change. Word. Okay. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. The most infamous. Dog. Man, we be bringing the ruckus. Bars all day. Bring no the last motherfucking call. ruckus. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. Bring the mother, bring the motherfucking ruckus. Bring the motherfucking ruckus. That is my soundtrack Go on face. the way home. Yeah. I'm going to do, do that on the way home. I ain't listening to that record in a minute. Classic. 
Yeah, it's classic. Classic. Beautiful man. record. We bring the ruckus every episode. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, we're talking about the problem with just enough and, you know, the concept of doing just enough versus going above and beyond. And uh, this is a serious topic, and I don't care what you're involved in. There will be times when you go through the motions. Right. Um, but it's very important to be honest with yourself and admit when you, that you are so that you can kind of, you know. Yeah, get yourself back in the mode. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. No. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna have their downtime. Man, look. But it can't be, that can't be your normal. No. You know, no. going for more should be your normal. When you're doing just enough, that should be a rarity. Right. I, you know? Man, I wanted to do more, but I had to settle for just enough. Yeah. Right. So, like, okay, we on number four. And the number four problem with just enough is that it damages others people, other people's confidence in you. Now, people tend to normalize doing just enough. And the sad part, especially when it comes to business, if you're dealing with certain people, certain clientele, certain environments, you as a business person might think that the, your level of service is. And, and, and is good enough right and you won't know until you come into contact with people who have a higher expectation right that what you are doing and what you've been doing is not enough yeah you see somebody else like i ain't shit yeah <laughs> i yeah. ain't really doing it right it'll remind you brother yeah and what's crazy is that those people who are going above and beyond are judging you by your work whether they tell you or not mm-hmm they can sit back and tell someone who's just showing up for a quick paycheck, who ain't passionate about their job, who's just going through the motions, who's staring at the clock the whole day they're at work. People can tell this. Mm-hmm. And when they see you doing this, your manager sees you doing this, your coworkers see you doing this, potential clients seeing you do this, it ruins their confidence in you. Yeah. And that is super dangerous because you may not even notice that they've been watching you with a keen eye. Mm-hmm. And they've been watching you thinking, when is this dude going to stop doing just enough? Yeah. When are they going to take the pride in their work necessary to get to the next level and to do more? Because they they fought it out to get to this level. Right. I know that they fought to get here. Now they're comfortable and they just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. That's when it gets really dangerous. If, if you're going to do that, then they're going to look at you like, OK, then I can only trust them with just this much. Say that again. I can't I can't trust them with more than just enough. I can't trust them with more than just the bare minimum because that's all they're going to do anyway. Yeah. So why should I give them an extra project? Why should I look at them as somebody that I can depend on, you know, and to, to do it, to innovate anything, to come up with anything, to help further my business, to help further my cause? Right. Why? If they if if that's what they're showing you, then that's that's all you're going to be trusted with. That's a fact. I mean, you sit back and you look at like whenever you look online and people start speaking about how to get ahead or to get a raise in a job. Mm. The number one thing they tell people is that you have to do more. Yeah, always. You have to do more. You just can't sit there and do your work and go home and expect to be promoted or thought of as someone who's capable of leading and or managing and or getting promoted Mm -hmm. you can't it's no surprise because like we're talking about the people who want to who are who are able to give you advancement or help you take your thing to the next level they're already going above and beyond yeah that's how they got where they at yeah they know the the recipe and the people that are in those positions that are doing just enough they ain't gonna be in those positions too much longer no no (laughs) because everyone can see it right you can get over sometimes but you, you you should feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like 
I have one project and I think we talked about this podcast on like we did an episode called like our greatest promotional failures or something yeah, yeah. where we talk about records that we really couldn't go into because something was going on in our lives right. and maybe we ran out of money or maybe blah, blah, blah. And I think about like when I first got that property mm-hmm. and how it was taking away my resources and my energy from promoting my records to the extent that I knew I could. Right. From the outside, somebody might have looked at him like, yo, man, print, he does this, that, you know, this is great. He's doing, he's promoting. But in my heart, I knew I was doing just enough. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't like one of those, I wasn't comfortable. If anything, I was so uncomfortable right. that I couldn't focus properly. But I still felt like shit because I knew that at the end of the day, my effort was not different to anyone else's right. who just wasn't going above and beyond. It's got to fucking bug you, man. Yeah. You got to get pissed off. Yeah. Like if you look at this shit and you and you and you know you're going through the motions and you're just like, "Yo, it's cool." Yeah, it's good. You know, yeah. I'll be all right. No, man. Nah. Because everyone's looking at you. Right. Everyone's looking at you. You can't give I mean, think about it. Like, even in the fucking drug game, man, you can't your name will be mud if you out here giving out bad work. Yeah, exactly. If your exactly. shit is all stepped on and fucked up, people, your clientele is like, don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But we do it all the time in real life. Yeah, People don't sell drugs or do drugs, be giving out bad work all the time. Yeah. And yeah. then expect to be promoted. Work all stepped on. <laughs> Wondering why your clientele all fucked up. Your work is stepped on. It's true. You know, you ain't no different from the shitty drug dealer, man. True. <laughs> your effort, your work, your product is stepped on, man. So that's number four, man. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Problem with just enough. Okay. Man, let me pause before I say this one. It's, this, this one is really real. <laughs> this one is really real. Okay. Number five problem with just enough mm. is when something bad happens, you have less of a cushion. Or no cushion at all. No cushion at all. Like, think about it. People out here, while you're sitting here content with making enough to pay your existing bills to make it to the next level, to just get in the door, what happens when some unexpected life event pops up and and fucks up the equilibrium what you got going on? Yeah. What happens when the money you had that was allocated for bills, all of a sudden, you got to subtract money from that yeah you got to get your car fixed you don't have no extra money yeah you you got to pull that from rent you got to pay rent late now you know what i mean you got to pay electric bill late you got to do whatever late yeah the snowball effect been there been there done that (laughs) we done all been there bro (laughs) been there done that we done been there man and you can't and you get mad you get mad but the truth is you should be mad at your motherfucking self yeah you get mad at the circumstances. My fucking car broke down. Right. My fucking house, you the siding I gotta replace. Oh my da da da. Oh my sink is busted. You be mad as shit at the sink, at the car, at you know what I'm saying? Cause you know you can't fix that shit. <laughs> but you don't be that mad at yourself. Right, You're right, supposed right. to be mad at your motherfucking self. Right. You supposed to say, man, this is my fault because I really should have been prepared for anything. Right. I shouldn't have been sitting here with with the extra hundred dollars to my name. Right. I shouldn't be sitting here content with just enough money to buy weed for the rest of the month. Right. I shouldn't have been sitting here just thinking, okay, as long as I get to the next paycheck, I'm cool. Nah, man. Is that what life is about? Nah. No. When things go bad, those who are are ill prepared are hit the worst. Oh man. It's oh god. You can't make it to work. 
You can't. You know, it ain't no telling what what it fucks up. Yes. If you if you just do just enough, you or, could lose your job. Yeah, you could lose your job. Just enough. Yeah. Like your boss don't want to hear that you was doing just enough. Yeah, because your boss is like, okay, your car broke down. Get the motherfucker fixed and come to work. <laughs> Right. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? You got money, right? I pay you yeah, every week. You, you got a check coming in. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, well, see what happened was, um, you know, uh, I'm broke. I'm broke, and I, <laughs> I really, I know you had these these jobs that was posted on the bulletin board every week, you know, and, and positions that were paying more than I could have went for. Right. But you know, I wasn't sure if I was gonna be here. I didn't know the hours were a little bit more. Man, I would have had to take some training. I, I didn't know if I wanted to do that. Man, I was comfortable doing just enough. Yeah. Now your car break down. You like why didn't I go above and beyond? Yeah, you know. So so the snowball effect it it happens. It's a real thing, and how you minimize it is by going above and beyond. You make sure. I mean, when you look at this, is not like a a new concept. You know, this concept has been around as long as we've been walking this earth. Like, there's a reason why the squirrels get busier in October to November Mm -hmm. than they do. Like, you don't see them now, right? Right. Cause, cause from August to November, they was putting in mad work, mad work. They was storing up on everything they needed so that when it got cold and there wasn't nothing growing on these trees, mm-hmm. they could just sit up in there and just, just wait it out. Yeah, just lounge. I'm cool. Oh, winter came. No problem. I got food for the next three months. Yeah. I don't have to do shit. I get fat. I'm a fat squirrel. I'm just chilling in the tree. <laughs> oh, it's, it's raining, it's snowing, there's no vegetation. Who gives a shit? I'm yeah. in fat squirrel, eat all the nuts. Well, it's like whatever, they're just eating everything. Yeah, straight up. This is not a new concept. But in this modern society, we get so wrapped up in, okay, maybe maybe I'll just do just enough. And then by the time winter comes, you have no reserves. Right. And you out here hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you out here hungry, yeah, starving. I, I got to go out there in cold and get some food. Yeah. It's real cold. I don't ass out. I like it. <laughs> Butt ass naked. <laughs> Butt ass naked. Out there looking for vegetation that don't exist. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens because you were doing just enough. It's so real. And uh, that's number five. Okay, we'll take a break and be right back. Right. It's officially winter. And that means one thing, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies are officially back in stock. That's right, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies are officially back in stock. We've only had hoodies available once before, last winter, and they sold out in less than a month. For those of you who missed out on those hoodies back then and have been asking about them ever since, don't sleep. This time around, the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is black with blue print. As usual, we have them available in all sizes, but quantities are limited. To order, go to waitlist.net right now and order yours before they're gone all over again. Once again, Super Duty Tough Work hoodies are back in stock at waitlist.net. That's W-E-I-G-H-T-L-E-S-S dot net. Thank you for your support. Back to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. We here. Yep. Doing a damn thing. Doing God's work. Ain't we though? This is a serious episode. It's real. A little more serious than the usual. Yeah, but it's it need it's needed. Yeah, man. So if y'all are on SoundCloud listening, let us know what y'all think about this episode. If it's hitting home. You know what? On some real, this is this is timely, especially with income tax season coming up. Ooh. Cause we got a lot of cats out here mm-hmm. about to go ghetto gold. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's about true. to go get on platinum Yo. when they get that check. Oh man! And they gonna be broke within a, within two three weeks because they didn't got a new Xbox. You ain't new, gonna be able to tell them nothing. You know, nothing at all. Bruh. Nothing at all. Gonna be late on their light bill, oh. but they gonna have that new that new Gucci outfit. Instagram gonna be lit. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. A lot a lot of faking of jacks. A lot of them. A lot of stunting. Straight up. A lot dog. of new things. Yo, check me out. Yo, check me out. I'm out here. Mm, got, I got them the, dubs. Got the rims, dog. Yeah, got the rims. Sitting on them things. <laughs> Ooh, Shiny. What? Oh, the belt. Yes, it's it's a it's a Gucci belt. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, you noticed it. Okay, oh. yeah. I, th- I thought so. It's oh, it's nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, tax season. Oh, them J's? Yep. Yep, got That's those. Me. Yep. That's me. <laughs> it's nothing. Got it's it. tax season. <laughs> Just a little check I got from my Uncle Sam, you yeah. know. And then, like you say, three weeks later. Yeah, month. calling their mom to pay their light bill. Uh. <laughs> Ma, I need a little extra. I need an extra hundred for rent. Kept the receipts. Yeah. Probably had to return that shit. Oh, you know. Day. But yeah, that's a good test of like your mentality. Mm-hmm. I've always looked at like income tax time. You get to see who's who. Mm-hmm. Because some people look at that shit like, look, this was my money anyway. This ain't no windfall for me to be blowing on bullshit. Right. Like Uncle Sam ain't doing nothing but giving you back what was yours. Mm-hmm. But we are treating it because they take it up front. Right. We treat it like we won a lottery. Like it's extra. Yeah. Like it's, it's not some, extra. Nah, that's that's you. It was you always that. yours. Yeah, you made that. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy, man. So uh yeah, we talking about just enough, man. Yeah. And uh the problem with just enough. So we're gonna get down to six. We got like one last joint and one bonus joint. But the number six problem with doing just enough is that doing just enough is still losing. Only when you're surrounded by people who are not winning is doing just enough winning. Right. Like there's like when you lack perspective though, you don't even see it. Yeah. Cause your just enough might be more than his just enough. Dog, it's like so to him you winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, to you you winning when you look at this other dude that's doing less than just enough. Right. Like think about the stages people go through when they start taking on something like let's just say like a 5k run for example Mm -hmm. first level is to get in shape to be able to run it right right at that level you're like i just want to run a 5k yeah i just want to finish finish yeah i just want to finish you're not thinking about your time Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about winning placing all you care about is finishing because for years you sat dormant right you were not in shape for however many years leading up to that you started losing weight you start getting more serious and you're like okay now that i'm in shape let me put my shape to the test and finish this 5k mm-hmm. to you that means a lot right but to the people who run the 5k every year right. and have been running it for the last 10 years and who are thinking about winning it right. and thinking about posting their their lifetime best times right. you ain't shit right just finishing is like what the fuck am i doing out here to them <laughs> You know, it's cute to them. Right. Oh, look at the guy just finishing. Look at the girl. She's just finishing. Happy to be here, motherfuckers. Right. (laughs) Happy to be in a race. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else in that race has gotten over that whole I'm just happy to be here thing years ago. And they're going above and beyond trying to draw the best out of themselves. And I'm not saying getting in a race is not significant. Yeah. It's important that you be there. But don't get it fucked up and think that doing the minimum is winning. Yeah. I mean, look at look at sports, look at professional sports, basketball, football. Like we wouldn't talk about Jordan being the greatest if he did just enough. Oh. We wouldn't talk about Kobe with his championships and Shaq and all them mm-hmm. if they did just enough to get by. They even though they were the best at what they did, it was a reason they were the best at what mm-hmm. they did, because they put in the work. Yeah. You know, Kobe, Jordan, they would show up 
hours before the rest of the team show up and get being sweat being a sweat before the rest of the team even showed up to practice yeah i mean think about it too like a lot of the people who have been looked upon as the biggest NBA bus are mm. the people who were just happy to get drafted. Yep, happy to be there. Happy to just like their whole life. They probably were like, I just want to be in the NBA yep, or NFL. Same thing. Yep, Great college players, great high school players. When they got to the league, they didn't have the work ethic and they didn't translate their game because they were really just happy to be there. bro. Yeah. They never were thinking like, oh, man, like I want to be the best of all time. Right. Like. Jordan and, and LeBron and Kobe, they're all thinking one ring is not enough. Right. How many of these rings do I need to be the best ever? Right. Yeah, that, they going for that. That's not a just enough thing. Nah, one ring one ring is like, man, not this ain't shit. We don't even talk about we those people. Talk, we don't talk about it. Who got, we don't talk about the people who ain't got no rings, even if they are all stars and, and Hall of Famers. It's yeah. like, yo, Barkley was dope, but he ain't got no rings. Yeah. So he gets, ta- he gets talked about in passing. <laughs> Anyways, who's the best between <laughs> right. LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan? That's the right. Right. Bird. Tim Duncan, Bird. Duncan, Bird. Yeah. To enter the conversation, yeah. you can't do the minimum. Yeah. I mean, even to enter the conversation, you can't just have one ring. You no. got to have like at least three. Right. You got to have at least three championships. Yep. Like Tom Brady being the one of the best ever. Totally. Dude got what? Five? Yep. Five Super Bowls? Yeah, because he wasn't settled with just getting there. Yeah. He did that his first as a rookie. Yeah, and you're like, nah, bro. Nah, this is his beginning. Once you get that taste, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yo. I can't go back. Nah, I can't go but back. But you know what What helped him know is because, like, uh, his documentary came on. I, it, I don't know if it wasn't a 20 for 20, but they talked about how he got super disrespected on draft night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he got drafted like six round or something. Yeah, damn near at the very, he was. I think he was one of the last quarterbacks yeah. drafted. And he talks about how Tom Brady, like his parents, he was so late in the draft that he left his house and started walking around the block. His parents had to call him to tell him, he tell got him drafted. he got drafted and when he got drafted. And they said he he said that he just started crying. Mm-hmm. He was so embarrassed that like everything these people told him wasn't coming true and that he was like the last one of the last quarterbacks drafted. And he said, I never will forget that. Yeah. And he he has went on to play. As if he never forgot that. Right. He there's there's clearly something in him that is greater and and a greater motivator than all of his peers because you don't get to be that driven without facing some adversity. Oh yeah. And clearly that draft experience put something in him that no one else has. Yeah, like every year he probably like oh word round six yeah. round right yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh, oh it ain't enough yeah oh word. It ain't enough. okay all right I could yeah sure I could retire mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. <laughs> What's my name? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, y'all got to deal with me. Right. Every year you got to deal with him. I'm gonna be here. Yeah. Even if he loses a Super Bowl, he's in the conversation. Oh, always. He's in the conversation, and uh, he refused to do just enough. Yeah. You know, and so uh, that's number six. But I got one bonus one. Bonus joint. And this is something I thought about when it comes to sports, right? Like, like you ever watch like a basketball game or a football game where like a team will take a huge uh, lead in the first half. Mm-hmm. They'll be up like. 30 to 40 points. Yeah. People in the stands will start leaving. Mm-hmm. The the team is just like, this, this. these motherfuckers are soft. They're not even supposed to be on the court with us. Yeah, we got it. We got this. We're yeah. up 40. Who gives a shit? Start coasting. Lazy passes, yeah. turnovers, shooting shitty shots. And, and what, even more, they start playing not to lose mm-hmm. as opposed to playing to win. Yeah. Doing just enough is the equivalent of playing not to lose. Yeah. Because when you play to win, you are ambitious. Yeah. 
you are you are looking for opportunities. You are trying to better yourself, better your craft, get ahead. But when you are doing just enough, all you want to do is protect what little you've accumulated to that point. Everything that got you there, you stop doing it Mm -hmm. because you figure losing this is worse than trying to get more Mm -hmm. and failing. And uh, one of the worst thing you can do in life is playing not to lose. Yeah. Like this thing is short, man. Yeah, because cats cats do that. Like with the sports analogy, you do that. You up 40. Next thing you know, you up by two. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With Come 30, back out of year. Yeah, with with three with a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, you like shit. Yeah, like we took the foot off the gas. Yeah, playing not to lose, and it's bullshit, man. So that's that's it. Word. That's it this week. So, man, this week, you know, I'm gonna run them back. Uh, this week, we talking about the problem with doing just enough, and uh, reason number one, you are not aiming high enough. Number two. Being average becomes normalized. Number three problem is that you attract other just enough people. Problem number four is that it damages other people's confidence in you. Problem number five is that when something bad happens, you have even less of a cushion. Number six is that doing just enough is still losing. Mm -hmm. And the bonus joint was that doing just enough is really playing to not lose which is like worse than playing at all really (laughs) right you might as well just sit on the bench yeah just just quit you know so uh that's it for this week yeah and we uh we'll catch y'all next week word burge thank you for listening to super duty tough work Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. (laughs)